to help support this podcast and get exclusive bonus content and rewards, make a monthly pledge at patreon.com slash universe box. And, and remember, remember to, to think, think outside. The wand is it's at the center of story work. That's enough of that. We don't need you sharing all your secrets. Mom, what are you doing? Oh, I'm not your mother, Emma. I'm his. Greetings from Storybrook. I'm Bobby Hawk. And I'm Elizabeth Placencia. And I'm Tony Hooper. Tony Hooper, it's been so long since we've seen you. Uh, you know this whole driving thing is quite easy when you're actually trying to hit something. We also <laughs> talk about ABC's hit series, Once Upon a Time. I did not read that leading, uh, the the lead this week before I said it, so that was pretty funny, whoever wrote that. Um, Me. <laughs> Zelina said uh, it. Well, okay, yeah, you didn't actually write it, but you know, it was a n- nice pull there, Liz. How are you doing this week? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, unfortunately, uh, the stream from last week or the audio, the the uh, recording from last week did not go too well. Lost the YouTube. Then I thought I had the trusty backup, and the audio was not there. So. Another lost episode, unfortunately. Um, but it's not lost. <laughs> we haven't seen it for weeks, it seems. Tony. Yes, yes. Did you get yes, like lost in some portal or something? Or? I did. I had to jump so many realms. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I think for a while, I think I was in Neverland for you know for a second. You know, and then I had to jump to Camelot. Uh, you oh, know God, what? <laughs> out of Camelot. Let me tell you, it, they don't call it the Broken Kingdom for anything because we still don't know <laughs> if, if uh, the queen knows that her husband is dead. But hey, I finally come back to our world, but you know, it's, to, to record with you guys. It's great to see you. I'm, I'm glad you can make it this week, Tony. I'm glad you. I'm glad you found all the magic beans you had to. And and who needs a magic bean anymore to open a portal? To be honest, <sighs> it's so easy. It could be anything. <laughs> it is terrible. It used to be so genuinely hard to actually find a magic bean, but now it's the easiest thing in the world to find anything magical. Exactly. <sighs> Speaking of magical, uh, Liz, why don't you hit up hit us up with this week's magical rhyme? The tale of the Black Fairy is one we haven't heard. Is she evil or is she good? The lines are certainly getting blurred. Rumpel's dream world reveals oh so much, as we learn his mother was mortal once. Gideon and Emma help Rumpel uncover that his mother did always love him, so we discover. Rumpel's destiny was to be the savior? Yet the shears of destiny cut that off, not doing anyone any favors. The black fairy came, became who she, whoops, the black fairy became who she was to protect her son, a great evil that cannot be undone. Not everything is coming at Mary in this week's episode, The Black Fairy. The Black Fairy. Okay, and uh, (laughs) not to get too spoiler, but uh, what did you guys think of this week's episode? Can I go first? Can I go first? Please go ahead. I liked it. (laughs) 
<laughs> like all these weeks I've been dreading this episode. I've been knowing it was coming. And then I watched it and I'm like, what's going on? I'm enjoying this. What the heck? Like, I actually enjoyed this episode and I was haterating all over it before. But it's getting there. <laughs> that's very that's very nice to hear. What about you, Tony? I love this episode as well. I thought it was very well thought out and very, very, very exciting. So I'm very excited to talk about it. While I'm here in this room, you know, <laughs> yeah. Before another portal comes and sucks you off somewhere else, <laughs> sucks you up to to uh, where, where Oz maybe this time. Oh, you know what? I would That's not like mind. Kingdom that. Hearts from the background. <laughs> uh, I know. You know, got to pay homage to the Disney characters. You know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, as far as I'm concerned, um, I was definitely looking forward to this episode. And I think over the last few weeks, that's all I've been talking about is, you know, looking forward to this episode. And um, yeah. mm-hmm. maybe, maybe, maybe it was that I was so excited for the episode and wanting to know what happened. Uh, I, in all honesty, I feel a little bit let down. Wow. We're, we're going to get I into it. We could never have all three of us you know, <laughs> completely love the episode. It can't be three. We're three, never no. in, in agreement. But you know what? It's a good thing we're never, never. in, in right. agreement because then there's more to talk about. Right, exactly. And I'm not gonna say I hated the episode. I'm just gonna oh, say I, I'm just gonna say I was I, I felt let down and we'll leave it there for now and and get right into it. It was kind of uh broke up into maybe three story parts here and of course you uh, got like your flashback and then your parallel to whatever's going on and then your C story. And so let's mm-hmm. start off with the flashback, uh Fiona becoming the Black Fairy. You know, this is the story I've been waiting for, and this is why I've been waiting for this episode. So I wanted know why you know everything why she be how why um Ooh, like what, I, when, where right i was totally expecting her to just be a fairy like mm. I, like my question to begin with before this episode was like how did malcolm meet and fall in love with a fairy mm-hmm. well, but we find out that she wasn't a fairy she's just a regular person Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I think it's very exciting. <laughs> oh no! I, um, but uh, what I was just saying is that I think it's very exciting. I mean, we we know what it you know what it takes to be a dark one. We know what it takes to be a savior. But at least we get to figure someone figure out what it makes to be a, a fairy. I guess. Thank you for prefacing that with pr- somewhat, because mm-hmm. one of the points here is that like how 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 does like, one become like, a fairy? Like, 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 this, <laughs> Just all of a sudden, she read a bunch of books, and Tiger Lily even says, uh, "No, no mere mortal can do what a fairy do, uh, mm-hmm. or can do what a fairy can do, except for make a, a human a fairy." Because she, Tiger Lily seemed pretty surprised by that. She's like, "Oh my god, that's impossible." Mm-hmm. Okay, like but I want to. I want to say I thought it was. I thought it made sense that she was human before she became a fairy because I don't. I don't know, but I don't think fairies can have babies. So it, it kind of made sense that she was human first. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and also by by any means, I mean, it just seems like someone of great power uh, is able to blow out, you know, a light source, you know, like how they're able to blow out candles and you can tell that, that a, a newborn is going to be, you know, powerful. I mean, like it, right. it all 
Smith kind of speaking, speaking of the whole candles, can I bring up my point about that right now? Because yeah, please do. Because I, I yeah. point yeah yeah because okay, so the candles go flicker on and off when um, Rumple is born, and that also happened in the hospital when Henry was born. Not candles, but electricity. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to another podcast, and they were like, "Well, it didn't happen when Emma was born." And my reasoning for that is, well, because it was daylight. And it was completely daytime when Emma was born. So, of course, no lights were flickering when she was born. But I feel like every time that does happen, it's like a great power being welcomed into the world. And that's mm-hmm. what that represents. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, uh, definitely. I mean, there uh, wasn't, I think, when Henry was born, like all the prison lights blew out or whatever, right? Sweet, that's mm-hmm. what I just said. Yeah. I mean, to, to be honest with you, I mean, okay, of course, Emma does Sorry. have great power, but I don't really think that it was, you know, explained or or uh, any type of um, situation going on because she didn't know she had magic. I mean, you know, uh, but of course, it still, it still would have been nice for her to actually have her little light flickering moment, I guess. But Rumpel and Henry weren't born knowing they had magic. They didn't find out until later. This is true. This is definitely. I mean, true. well, technically, well, technically, Rumple. Okay, we can't get into that yet. So never mind. There's <laughs> <laughs> right. um, so many things to talk about. No, there, there is, and and maybe that's another reason that I. Okay, like, um, maybe I would have believed of uh, Fiona's uh, transfer or uh, transfer. Um, well, I don't know what's the words I'm looking for. Like transformation, uh, really? Maybe. Okay. Yes. Transformation. That's probably the word, exact word I was looking for. Thank you, Tony. Mm-hmm. See, what were we doing? What would we have done without you? <laughs> but uh, and, uh, seriously, um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Fiona's transformation into uh fairy. Uh, like if. If there had been like an episode or two or maybe even three to see that progression of her, you know, instead of just a 30 second, like, oh, I've read a bunch of books and now I can turn into a fairy. (laughs) Right. Right. I mean, well, they don't call it fairy lore for nothing. So I don't know. Like, and and so, and so, like you said, there was definitely a lot going on in this episode. And like I said, maybe that's why I felt let down is that. They didn't really have time to explain a lot of what was going on in this episode. Like, mm-hmm. for instance, why does she never name the baby? This it was, is true. Did they ever say in the episode that there's, like, some sort of thing where, like, you know, like, because, like, with Rumple especially, like, names are important. You know, like, mm-hmm. knowing Emma's name. Maybe this is why names are important to him. But mm-hmm. but what I'm no definitely definitely, uh, but what I'm saying is we're never really given a reason why she never named the. I mean she was, I mean it, it can't just be like oh I was distracted from trying you know because I was trying to save him. I mean mm-hmm. you, you, yeah, I, thought it, I thought it was just because I thought like I thought it was just because maybe at that very moment when you know after you have a baby you kind of think and search for them or maybe if you had a name in mind before the baby's birth most people do the moment didn't think about it like oh well i just brought my child in into the world now i gotta think about how to save it yeah most people have a name picked out or at least a few picked out 
for for mm-hmm. and and like I said, it, it could have easily been explained by some sort of you know they they had no problem with any other exposition in this episode, so mm-hmm. they could have easily just been like, oh well, you know X Y Z, you know the, we can't give him a name because if we give him a name, he'll be easy to find, you know. Mm-hmm. Something along those lines, but like it's just never even mentioned. I feel like, like maybe was, it was like a conversation off screen. That's what I was saying. saying. Yeah, 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 almost yeah. feels like maybe it was a deleted scene. How old was Rumple when his dad finally gave him a name? Because it was like you know, it's like how much time has passed? Because she was reading the, all those books about fairy lore and yeah. her son's destiny, and it's like yeah. how old was he I mean, that she didn't give him a name? He was definitely right. still an infant, but I would imagine that he had to have been a, a, a number of weeks, maybe even two months. Hey, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, it wouldn't be like at least a whole year or two going by. Oh, no, it wasn't saying that. Yeah, it yeah, was, just, but, just but even still, even still, you know, a month yeah, or two is a long time to not give a child a name. And so there had Definitely. to have been a reason for her mm-hmm. to not do so, but they we were never given a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, something, something deliberately off That's not the only that. plot hole here. That is not the only plot hole here. No, well, that's... Yes, there, that's there, not, there's always one or two plot holes in an in a, a episode. We've come to, you know, to get used to that and, you know, to finding some explanation. Unfortunately, yes. So. Yeah. Um, but as far as uh, Fiona is concerned, I definitely got shades of, like, Cora from her in this episode. Uh, How so? Uh, well, f- f- particularly a few of the things she said. Um when she said uh, it's amazing how this little thing makes you soft and sharp at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I forget who it was. I believe she was talking to Tiger Lily when she said that. Yeah, she um, was. She was. Mm-hmm. And then there was another moment too later in the episode. Um, oh, oh, when she was talking to Rumpel at the end of the episode and uh, they were discussing uh, how he treated, how she treated Gideon. And she was like, what I did made him strong. Mm-hmm, definitely. You know, that's, you know, there were definitely shades of Korra in there. Um, when, you, when you think about it, I mean, the Black Fairy act like this first. I mean, you know, think, like thinking about the uh, timeline, um, Rumple is much older than, than uh, Korra and Regina put, you know, put together when you really think about it. Which makes Rumple's like, affection for Korra a little creepy. Yeah, I mean, hey, there's a, there's a lot of um, uh, there like there's a lot of that in this in this show, you know. I mean, of how of how we figured out that, well, not how we figured out, but how we know when Mila came into the picture back in the underworld, saying, "So you've been with my former lover and my son." Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah, love that always, line. Yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> it's always nice when the characters on the show point out things like that. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of kind of weird and awkward and. Guess what? It's, it's it's okay. It's a great show. Why not? <laughs> um, we also were debating uh, before uh, what on uh, what f- color the fairy would turn out to be. Uh, the black, you know, uh, before she was the black fairy. You know, what mm-hmm. color was she? And I believe, yeah. I believe we had settled on purple. Um, no, go ahead, Tony. Oh no, I mean like um, as of as of what uh, of uh, as of which fairy Fiona. Yeah, yeah, like we, um, uh, I, I, I believe, I, I, maybe it was just me and Liz, 
but we were yeah, trying yeah. to we we were trying to I believe you were you know, like you've been gone for so long in Neverland and wherever else I can't remember what part of yes. if you were part of the discussion or not. I don't, I don't believe so, but. Yeah, we were discussing over uh, what color uh, fairy she was, and I believe we did uh, settle on purple. But then, of course, when she when it turns out that she's the gold fairy here, I was like, of course she's the gold fairy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, yeah, of course, of course, everything ties back into everything else. Mm Um, and I mean, from the get go, she was never a good fairy. No, I don't know about that. Why, why do you say that? Because she's always, I mean, it was always about manipulating Tiger Lily into doing whatever she needed to do to save Rumple. But how does that make her, I don't see how she was manipulating Tiger Lily. Although when she was like, well, will you hold him? I mean, obviously yeah. that was manipulating. That her. was manipulation. No. I mean, I, I mean, like it just, it just turns out that she was a good person in the beginning, but after being greeted by the by two fairies saying, "Hey, your son is destined to become to become something great," and now also he's destined, you know, to to be destroyed by darkness. So, of course, I guess circumstances would uh, you know, would would arise that I wonder. I wonder if it would have made a difference if they were like, uh, your son's destined to die. It's going to be in 400 mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> right. It's so in 400 years. You know, it's, you know, it's, he's going to live a long, long happy life. life. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be like tomorrow. I don't know if we'd call it happy, but okay. Well, no, 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 no but I we mean, don't know that before a, he, before his fate was, was, uh, sealed. You know, exactly. I mean, like, I, I, I would. I see where you're going with this. Like, I think that if they said, "Okay, hey, so um, you have the son. He is uh, destined for greatness, and uh, he's going to live a long, happy life. Just he's going to live a long, happy life. We, you know, we all, gonna, die. Okay. We, we all die. We all die. 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 No, I'm hey. gonna die. You're gonna die. <laughs> well, eventually, but you know, I mean, like, it just it. He's going to live a long, good, very life. He's probably going to outlive you and everything like that, but. He uh, is kind of destined to die, you know, by some type of force, but it doesn't happen for years. So you don't have yeah. to worry about it. So, you know, <laughs> if, if they would have said that, then everything would have been fine. But, you know, hey. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's um, <laughs> But yeah, anyway, that's, that's kind of what I was, uh, <laughs> where my mind went. It's like, we're all going to die. I don't understand what, uh, you know, he, I mean, he's a, he's pretty old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's pretty old. I mean, yeah. Even I mean, I mean, Emma, she's like thirty. I don't know. You know what? I have lost track of how many years it's been. I mean, she might be thirty-two. I guess maybe she was twenty-eight when the show started. We're six mm-hmm. years in, but didn't we lose a year somewhere? Something yeah. like that. We lost a year in the third season, and she never probably celebrated ever. You know what? I don't really think that birthdays even really are celebrated in, in um, Storybrooke, to be honest with you. <laughs> like, I've never seen a birthday for Emma happen even once in Storybrooke, so okay. we don't know how many years it could have been. That's very She's in her 30s, let's say that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. okay. <laughs> and that is this week's once tangent. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> moving, moving, on to, moving on to this week's uh, proceedings. Um, okay, so she's like willing to rip 
every other child in this realm from their family in order to save Rumple. Mm-hmm. That's what the fairy says, right? That like she's it's not only going to send the save the evil child away, it's going to send every child away. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, mm-hmm. like I kind of hate how everything that the black fairy does like mirrors exactly what Rumple and Rumple even points it out. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like literally like exactly what Rumple did. Well, where do you think he got the inspiration from? Well, he didn't. <laughs> he, didn't he didn't know, of course, but still, where do you think he got his inspiration from? Like mother, like son. Exactly. And then, like, okay, I, something occurred to me in the shower earlier. Okay. All right, you know what? Something occurred to me in the shower. I think what I'm going to do to find my son, I'm going to rip everybody else. No, 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 no. Serious, I'm talking about me. Something occurred to me in the shower earlier. Oh, okay. Well, I thought we were going along with this joke. I no, mean, no, 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 <laughs> no. I was, I was, ta- I was thinking about the Black Fairy and the Dark Curse, and it's like, okay, so this is the Dark Curse that that you know Rumple found and I um and everything else and it's like wait a second in order for Regina to enact the dark curse she had to kill the thing she loved most that yeah. is that's why mm-hmm. Rumple had Regina cast the curse in the first place so mm-hmm. if uh Fiona was trying to cast the curse wouldn't she have had to like kill Rumple yes like, yeah. Oh, well, no, wait, wait. We didn't no, get that no, far in the episode no, 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 with, no, no, with that no. discussion. Wait, 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 no, wait, wait. Sorry, no, because, it's just like it, it's like it, like I didn't want it. I didn't write it in my notes, and I didn't want it to leave. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, no, no. But that that we should also talk about. But I don't know if we can talk about that so soon. But yes, I agree with that because, well, to be honest with you, then she would have two loves. She would have two people to well, choose. Well, Malcolm, Malcolm, or her baby. But I mean, it's obvious in just the way she, you know, in what she, the extent she goes to to mm-hmm. defend, you know, and protect Rumple. Mm-hmm. Or, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, what I'm going to call him Baron. Baron. Yeah. No, B A I R N, because that is the song she keeps singing throughout the episode. Uh, she, okay. she says, "What was it? What is it?" She says, "It's so stuck in my head. Uh, something about um, searching for sweet baby Baron. Um, yeah, um, and never seeing sweet baby again. That's huh, Yeah, and like I, I kept like searching for it to see if it was from somewhere, and I couldn't find any. Uh, I'm anything. gonna search for it right quick, and then um, <laughs> but anyway, um, so I'll just she, do that." I forgot where my train of thought was now. I, I keep doing that this tonight. Um, everything she did, I mean, is exactly like Rumple did. Um, I I just felt like no empathy. What's and and what's odd is like I have felt it for Rumple. I in the and I've I feel like I've always been the one that has like in like so many people have talked about how. They're tired of Rumple switching, and they're you know, and good, bad, is he, is it he, you know? And yeah, but it's okay that you've defended Rumple whenever you've done done it because it's been six years of him. We haven't had six years of her. <clears throat> no, but at the same time, though, I totally, totally empathize with Malcolm. Mm-hmm. Now, now, yeah, I mean, now, now, now we know why. Why he um why his his actual um 
reason as to giving up Rumble. It could right, change and becoming Peter Pan and everything fighting. else. And I had a feeling that that was more than likely the the you know what happened. But the way it played out, you know, the mm-hmm. few scenes we had with with uh, the the actor that played Malcolm in this episode, mm-hmm. I, I believe it was the same actor from the other episode. I think, but, yeah. But I'm just saying that the few scenes that we got with him in this episode, like, are probably some of the favorite scenes of this episode for me. Um, specifically, of course, the the episode or the episode, the uh, scene at the end when he names Rumpelstiltskin. Um, mm-hmm. That is like I have something to say about that. I, I and like I'm not tr- I'm not defending what he did. I'm not saying it was cool or a great character trait. You know, I I know it was wrong, but I totally understand where it was coming from. Definitely, I mean, it, it's it's just a hard, touchy subject. You know, just just you know, just for the situation. I mean, well, at least like, we now know. Like he said, I mean, this was the love of his life, and like here comes this thing that he barely knows now. Mm-hmm. That, like, and and now not not does he not only know it, but like for these two months until the fairies brought him to him, mm-hmm. like you know Fiona just disappeared with this baby. So not, you know, like not only not only is the love of his life gone, he hasn't been bonding with you know with the child. baby, to, yeah, to care about right. him. Or anything and then all of a sudden, these fairies come out of nowhere and being like, "Oh, by the way, your baby's dead, and here, or uh, your mom, your uh, wife is dead, and here's your baby back." Yeah, it's it's so terrible, but it's so true. But then again, I don't think that they have to say that, you know, oh, well, she's gone. And uh, now all you have here is, is, is your baby boy. So, hey, it, it'll be OK. Your wife is gone. But here's your baby. I mean, yeah. And he said, like, his name when he's naming him Rumpelstiltskin, it's with such malice. Yes. And it, it when so I heard it, it didn't even seem like he was making up the name. Like he had heard it before somewhere. And he thought it was a revolting name, and that's how why he decided to name his son that. Like it didn't even seem like he made it up. Because mm-hmm. I've never heard any other kid named named Rumpelstiltskin before. Have you? No, no, no. No, mm-hmm. I'll show him. I can see where you're coming from, but then at the same time, it's it's like Rumpelstiltskin is almost just like a. Like a mashup of like like a like rumple, you know, uh, you know. There's right. nothing good about yeah. There's, yeah, nothing, there's like, nothing good about yeah, it. Like rumple is definitely not like a good sounding like you know. You, I don't know. I, good I mean, sounding strong name, like strong and honest name. But I could definitely see where you're coming from. That it did sound like he. It didn't sound like he was just putting sounds together. It sounded like he, you know, like like you said, it didn't sound like he just pulled that out of thin air. Yeah. It sounded like he did like hear that from somewhere before, but like you said, there's not. I mean, not only have we never had heard of anyone named that. I mean, in all of literature, there's, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying. I mean, that's not a name, you know, someone has taken on. So that is, you know, that right. is an interesting point. I mean, well, uh, I just look at the meaning of Rumpelstiltskin, and really, it's not even what you would think of the, you know, because in Basically, parents would actually give names to their children based okay. off of meanings, you know. Right. But but it doesn't even look like it would even be something that would you know he would be thinking about at all. <laughs> what? Like, well, just out of curiosity, what did you find? Uh, so the name Rumpelstiltskin in German means literally a a little rattle stilt. A little rattle what? Stilt. Stilt. Yes. Uh, a still, a still being a post or a pole that provides support for a structure. 
I don't know if he was going for that same meaning. No, that's weird. <laughs> that's like a noun. That's not even a. That's like a thing. That's like yeah, calling exactly. your kids. That's like calling your kids stove. 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 I'm gonna name my child. Uh, or like, uh, or like, or like someone naming their kid Apple. <laughs> That's just uh, someone did name their a celebrity named their child Apple. I, I know. I know. Why? Why? <laughs> Why? I mean, no, but literally, it is it's saying the name Rumpelstiltskin is, is a is German means literally little rattle still. And I'm like, wait a minute, but provide support for a structure. Uh, so far, the Rumpelstiltskin that we know has been causing nothing but chaos. Yeah, he certainly doesn't uh, provide support for anything. That's 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 for sure. Nope. <laughs> um. But Rumple, uh, Rumple got to learn the secret of the Black Fairy this week, uh, and uh, and all. I have like very few notes for this because, and and that's what bothers me is because like this is what I was looking forward to is like you know the whole Black Fa- Black Fairy um, uh, backstory and everything, and it's like there was just really nothing there. Mm-hmm. Um, the few thing, the few notes I do have here is that. Um, I don't know if Belle and and Rumple are necessarily back together, but they are definitely working as a unit to uh, to protect Gideon. And mm-hmm. in doing so, um, it it certainly seems as if Belle is is willing to compromise, um, just as <clears throat> just as you know, uh, Rumple and Fiona before her. Uh, you know, and I, I'm starting to be concerned that maybe she's going down the same path. Um, well, to, to, to actually see, uh, to actually talk about that, actually, I think that it really just depends on their relationship as, as the way how it's going. I think it depends on if Rumpel was able to save the child from darkness. I think that's basically on how, on, on how that, that question is to be answered about how the relationship is going to go afterwards. Well, I, I'm not necessarily talking about the relationship. I'm talking about the extent to which Bell is willing to go to protect Gideon. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I, I mean, he's pretty much safe at the moment. At the moment now, but I'm just saying, in, even in this episode, she's you know that mo- that moment where uh, Rumple says, uh, "Do you trust me, Bell? I need you to trust me." And then he puts you know Emma into a sleeping curse with him, mm-hmm. um, or not sleeping curse, but you know what I mean. Uh, you know, I, I, I think so, I think just to sleep. They go to the dream world. Yeah, yeah. So sends her off to dreamland. But yeah. but any you know, because the dream world like, actually exists. Even she says, uh, "So what? You're kidnapping me now." But like, and and uh, <laughs> Belle was complacent in that. Mm-hmm. You know, she didn't. She and she didn't even seem to bat an eye at that. It, you know, I she, mean, well, she, I, she, she I, was, after being a part of. Go ahead. <laughs> it was the words she used. You know, he said, "Do you trust me?" And she said, "I trust that you." that you'll do whatever you need to, to protect our son. Mm-hmm. So it, like I said, it's like, she's starting to will, you know, she's starting to see, you know, where Rumple, you know, may have some valid points in what it takes to protect, you know, your loved ones. Mm-hmm, definitely. It definitely takes some, some dark turns to, you know, to save somebody, you know, it, it's not, it's not as easy as, as, as it is for heroes to be like, okay, well, to save my loved one, I'm going to do this heroic deed. No, to to save your loved ones and you're the dark one, you have to take some dark turns. 
Well, just like the in the opening of the episode when Rumpel opens that egg or whatever, and uh, they're like, "Really, you're gonna kill a baby dragon in order to wake him up or wake her up?" Yeah. And Emma's and he's like, "That's the thing about saviors. You're never willing." I forget what exactly what it is he, he says, but basically. Yeah. Along the lines of what you just said, you know. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, like to be honest with you, I think Emma was a little bit judgmental of this episode. I mean, okay, look, you've been down the dark road now, so you have no more room, no more, no more uh, reason to, to judge somebody now. You know, you saved Hook from from a certain death, kind of, you know, to become a dark one. So you have, so you have no more time to judge. It just, She's got no room to talk. Right, she has no room to talk. You've now taken a dark turn, which, which you, you know, with her being kind of mean and judgmental this episode too. That's probably like one thing that I didn't like about the episode: her being so judgmental, and you know, and and, and it's like, wow, okay, so now with you being brought down to the dark side for for a moment, you've taken your dark turns. Now he can't continue to take his mm-hmm. same family. Like, what is that? <laughs> Yeah, and, and the, but I mean, ultimately, what what Rumpel learns is that he was the one that was supposed to be the savior. Mm-hmm. Oh um, God! Oh and God. I, I, I was like, I was like, what the damn hell? He was supposed oh. to be the savior. I'm sorry, I cut, but I don't care. I was so shocked. <laughs> I was so shocked when that came out. I was like. What? Yes, it, it was very shocking. I mean, like, I was right there with you. Um, not literally, but I was right there with you in spirit, like, screaming at my screen, like, wait a minute. Hold on. Explain. And, <laughs> and they don't really. And they don't explain it, which ticks me off. It's a, it's a, it's a terrible plot hole in this episode because it's like, well, how does the savior, I understand she cuts the tears of destiny. He's no longer the savior. That I get. It's mm-hmm. how does that go from Rumpel to Emma, like the like hundreds of years later? Like I understand when he's an adult, he learns the future and he, and everything he, he does for Bay. I get all that. What I don't understand is how it went to exactly to Emma, like cause they don't explain that. Well, wait a minute. This is this is where I talk about off screen between me and you. We're going to have this little small debate as I have to right after it. you. So, I, with your with your permission, Bobby, I'll, I'll, I would like to go on with with the point that I have afterwards. Go right ahead. He's off sitting back in his chair. Right. He said, "Go ahead." You know. Okay. So basically, to to put to put your point into perspective. Um, about them not explaining it right now, and as to what it means, um, I, I, I did some cross-referencing, and this is what I found. So, um, Rumble being the savior was made a long time ago. You know, of course, you know this. This brings that to the light that um that uh, he was uh, the savior a long time ago from a prophecy. He indeed mm-hmm. had you know great power. So, but however, Fiona, she only created the dark curse. She never casted it. You know, right. she. She, yeah, she got the last ingredient, but it was taken away from her from the blueberry. So she never casted that curse. Um, she was then banished to a dark realm by, by the blue fairy. Um, now blue possibly hid the curse, you know, because her and Tiger Lily were the last people to actually see the curse. So, and then Rumpel found the curse and add, and, um, that, now that's when he came up with the Queens of Darknesses, Maleficent, Ursula, and Cruella, and help in retrieving the curse. Yeah, I remember that. And then he actually attached Snow and Charming's locks of their hairs, and 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 um and uh they actually produced Emma, which is the product of their true love. That's how mm-hmm. actually it got shifted from him 
to her is is because she was the key into actually breaking the curse and to actually being, you know, quote unquote, the savior. And that's just my theory on it. You know, like with uh, crossing between so many curses and things like that. Of course, he, he might have been a savior in, in, in that moment to, you know, to, to whatever he was to be the savior for. But she was the savior of actually breaking the curse over Storybrooke. That's how I think that the, the role of savior shifted from him to her. But are you saying are you saying that he was originally <clears throat> supposed to break this curse or was it right. entirely different? He was probably the one that, that that was going to be the one to actually break his mother curse his uh, mother's curse had she casted it. She didn't actually get to cast that curse. You know, I mean, okay, so he is grown he has the destiny to grow to be the actual savior. So, but then that means that there was going to be a curse as to what she was going to cast to cast all the children from their parents or, or everybody or in, in that specific land or whatever that she was going to cast the curse over. So her son can be saved. But that didn't happen. It's because Blue stopped her and, ca- and banished her to a dark realm where she cannot get out of. Yeah, Belle she- even said, or maybe it was Tiger Lily, that uh, the <laughs> this savior was destined to to save all the children. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that was from all the children curse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I guess like you said, with this specific curse, that uh, Rumple would have been like you know if she had gone through with the curse and his 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 fate hadn't been severed then he would have had to defeat his mother in order to return all the all the children to the exactly around that's that's just the point that i was trying to get at another thing that they don't explain and i'm not going to debate you tony because i think i agree with you so it's it's not much of a debate i'm sorry yes Um, (laughs) i'm sorry but you make you make excellent points so there's nothing for me to say but the other plot hole for me in this episode was um, that they did not explain why the blue fairy steals children. Because what I originally thought earlier in the episode was, oh, okay, she's taking the children, so she's trying to, you know, figure out who's going to hurt her son. But right. then it turns out she's the villain. So yeah. then she goes on in the future to continue to take children. Why is that? That's not explained. Or maybe I I didn't see well, the Well, she has the children working in her mind. Mm-hmm. For um, what reason? Exactly. That's what I was just going to say. They never really get into exactly what's going on in those minds. Um, I guess it's that, like, you know, just like Rumple, that, you know, while she's there, she's continuously trying to find a way to, to uh, you know, return to our realm, to return to Rumple. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think it was from that point, you know, perspective, Bobby. I mean, from actually um, trying to actually get to Rumble, because then think about it. Oh. She's in the mines in Storybrooke. Maybe that was the same reason why she had the uh, children. But I just don't understand. I'm, I'm not I'm not seeing the correlation as to, OK, I understand that she's abducting children to work in her minds. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's obviously mining for something. Um, and whatever she's mining for is going to be part of what's ever going to enable her to, uh, to come here. Um, what exactly was it that did enable her to come here? It was something Gideon did, right? Yes, he opened up the, uh, actual doorway from that realm to our realm. I thought the doorway was just for the, uh, spider. Um, okay, well, basically, I, th- I'm, what, 
what I'm thinking is that, okay, they had said that, okay, the spider came from my mother or something like that, because I think it did actually come from there because that's how it was actually able to go back into the realm. And it was, it, it was open enough for the black fairy to step through. So I'm thinking that they probably kind of did a trade, I kind just, of trade action. For some reason, I just can't remember the specific moment when the uh, black fairy entered our realm. But, uh, and, yeah, it, but it had to be after the spider left. So. Yeah. So, but, but so you're so basically, you're saying the, uh, that doorway or with the, the tears of the savior and whatever other things they had there to, uh, so, oh, anyway. Okay. So yeah. So like, that does, that makes even less sense than, than, than why was she searching for these babies all these time to mine in her realm, which when ultimately she never even, uh, I mean, was she just searching for Gideon the whole time? That could be it, you know, um, but then again, also, it sucks. Uh, you gotta, oh, go ahead, I'm sorry. No, I was just gonna say it sucks that we have to sit here and wonder. And, and wonder. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe, after all, maybe they could have been doing the same thing as they were doing with back in Neverland. You know, um, Peter Pan looking for Henry at the time, you know, or somebody with the heart of the truest believer, maybe. Right. There's plenty of things they could have done, but they didn't. Mm-hmm. And uh, like That's I said, I, I just feel like there's an epi- a whole episode or two worth of story here to, that would, like, be able to tie things together a bit yeah. more. And mm-hmm. instead, we're just kind of left with this jumbled mess of, like, this happened and that happened and this happened and that happened. Mm-hmm. With no real rhyme or reason as to why. It could be. But um, I, I guess another part of the story this week is, that wasn't too confusing was the everyone just trying to get together and stop the, the Black Fairy from, uh, um, uh, I don't know, protect Emma in the final battle so they can go on with the wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, where were the Charmings in the beginning of this episode? When they when 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 they all were like had a little powwow around the blue fairy, and then they didn't this, explain that. That's they what never I'm saying. That either. Like how how did okay? I understand. Okay, Gideon and Black Fairy had taken their place, but how did they take their place? Where were the Charmings at that time? Like none, of the, yeah, none of that made any sense whatsoever. Nothing. There wasn't even a scene where, like, <clears throat> later they went and found them tied up at their house or something. Anything, something. Because then, yeah. like, the next step, the next scene, it was just like snow at the clock tower saying, uh, "Oh, blue said that the things at the center of town, the wands at the center of town." And I'm thinking, like, like, how did you know that you weren't right. there? You said, time to put on your mayor pants. Right, right. And, and, I'm sure, I'm, and I'm sure people told her. I'm not, you know, it's not like it's impossible she would have known that. But mm-hmm. it was just like all of a sudden the next scene just made it seem like that last one didn't even happen. Exactly. Like, or that, yeah. or they were, or they were still maybe um, impersonating them. Like, okay, hey, it's time to put on your mayor pants. Really, would still ever know. say something like that though, to Regina? Maybe, yeah, but, no, would, yeah, I think, <laughs> would. but, but yeah, I just found it odd that they just kind of like didn't even mention as to like where Snow and Charming were when that happened or how any any of that. Just, once mm-hmm. again, another thing that just kind of either that or they're just going to stick it in the uh, deleted scene feature. <laughs> but what like, I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> What I did love, though, was the little side plot of, like, Regina and Zelina. Um, I really, I hated that that Regina didn't trust Zelina 
uh, you know, in the past, because I always felt like I've said that Regina should have been like the one person who always had Zelina's back because she's been there and knows what, you know, knows what it's like to be in those shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought it was, so I thought it was really cool to, uh, see Regina trust, you know, give, uh, put her trust in her sister as to, you know, um, raising Henry and whatnot, or how she put it, you know, I'm, no, I trust Henry to raise you. Um, sarcastic, <laughs> but I love, I love the wicked wagon. What was that? Like an old AMC gremlin or something? I don't know, but I thought it was ugly. Uh, it had character. Yes, it definitely had character in it. <laughs> it, it, it was it, an it, ugly it, car, but it fit her because it was green, and her favorite color was green. So right. I understood it. I'm 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 going to officially dub it the Wicked Wagon. Yes. Ooh, cool. I think I think that should actually be the uh, hashtag, hashtag the Wicked Wicked Wagon. Yeah, hashtag Wicked yes. Wagon. That um, that that and any other scale. <laughs> Uh, How many spe- wicked wagons? Uh, sp- uh, speaking of wicked, uh, uh, speaking of the wicked wagon, uh, I usually see the old uh, car coming out of nowhere gag coming from a mile away, but uh, <laughs> I definitely didn't see this one coming. It's like Chekhov's car. If you <laughs> introduce a car in the first act, you must hit an evil fairy with it in the third act. <laughs> Yes, sir. And oh my god, it was so funny. <laughs> it, <laughs> it was so funny. It came out of nowhere. Like I was literally like just yelling at the screen, like, oh my god, why? Yeah, I did not <laughs> see that coming whatsoever. <laughs> she hit her like a rag doll. She put her feet in the air. I was like, "Oh my god!" And she just took off. Like, like, no, I ain't hurt. I ain't right, suffering no concussion. I'm good. I'm good. I'm, good. I'm, not, I'm not bleeding. <laughs> like, you just got hit by a car. Are you okay? <laughs> you good? You good? You're good. Okay. All right. You good? You good? It's, it's cool. Okay. Right, cool. Moving on now. <laughs> it just disappear. Like, okay, wow. Like, so you didn't. So you getting hit by by a car didn't happen. All right. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Right. Um, but they did finally find the uh, the wand, of course, and it turns out that the heart of uh, Storybrook is right under the jukebox, which is rather fitting seeing as we've got the musical coming next week. I still want to know how long has it been there? Why hasn't it been like, I, I actually wanted to write that point in, but how long has, has that been there? Why now is it being mentioned? I'm sure it's been there since you know, for 30 years or however long Storybrook has been there. 20 years. Yeah, I thought it was funny how Charmy was like jukebox, and then Hope was like jukebox. Jukebox. Their romance was like right there. (laughs) I mean, hey, you gotta have some type of relationship with a woman of the um, uh, father, you know, uh, father in law. -law. You you gotta have something. Uh, and, and really that's all I had to bring up for this week's episode. Um, uh, there are a few questions I'm left with, but before I bring up my questions, uh, are there any points you guys, uh, wanted to bring up that I hadn't touched upon yet? I I just wanted to, I just wanted to say that like the whole scene with Rumpel coming to granny saying, oh yeah, this is the black fairy's heart. First off, there's no way the final battle would happen off camera. There's no way. Right, right. So, yeah. so when I'm watching that scene, I'm like, you 
freaking little liar. Like, I, I knew he was lying. There was no way that that was the honest truth. So when that scene happened later, I was like, okay, yeah. What do you think that was? It didn't I, look like much of a heart, to be honest. It really didn't look. I mean, to be well, honest. I mean, it was a black and charcoal piece a of black heart. and charcoal. Yeah, I mean, when you think about it, somebody who's who's as evil as a black fairy, of course, their heart would be made of nothing but darkness. Blackness. Right. So I'm <laughs> was it someone's heart? It's not the black fairy. Either that or just a piece of something. I mean... They, they again. They, well, they have they, they have this re- recurring trouble. They never explain what it is. He just take it the for, only, his, you know, for his word. The only thing that makes me wonder is because uh, I believe there was a scene at the very very end between Rumple and and Black Fairy again, where uh, she said something along the lines of uh, like she calls it a heart as well. Now mm-hmm. again, maybe that's just because that's what they're saying it is, but. Uh, <laughs> It almost seemed as if um, uh, she, like I said, it seemed as if it was a heart, just not her heart. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, we could. There's a whole vault of hearts, you know, in the town. So there's, there's no telling. Uh, like for a second, I was almost wondering if it was Rumple's heart. But then, yeah, could, but could it have really gone that dark that quickly? Yeah, uh, especially right now. I don't. Rumple's in a more gray area, so I don't see his heart. Like that thing was like pitch like, black. Like maybe. When he was the dark one, his heart might have looked like that. But, mm-hmm. uh, but well, yeah. we kind of know what his what, like what like what his heart actually kind of looked like. Um, a little while ago, before he got his fresh start, you know, it was almost black. You can see some pink in there still, but it was it was it was overwhelmingly dark. <laughs> so, but as of him getting his fresh start last season, I don't think it had time to actually go from whatever color it was to completely black. That right. Quickly. I mean, you have to kill like thousands of, of of those poor, poor, poor villagers in the kingdom. I knew you were gonna bring that up. <laughs> I know, but no, but, but I'm serious. You had to do some evil, evil, evil acts within a one year span, you know, to to be that black, you know, to, to have that black of a heart, you know, it's, it's terrible. Side note that just came to me when you were speaking of having to be evil. Uh, mm-hmm. Regina sure got us a, a weird, like, uh, twinkle in her eye when she was saying, like, uh, and I never got to kill a fairy. Yeah, that yes. was funny. She never, she never did. Oh, my God. Still, it just it was, seemed odd that uh, that she um, would would seem so glee gleeful in in having the opportunity to do so. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, I mean, hey, well, you, you got to think about it. Uh, she she accepted who she was, you know, within within the, the last half and everything. And mm-hmm. uh, there's still some darkness in there, some some dark sensations, and she, that that she can periodically <laughs> tap into every once in a while. Um, so, did either of you want to touch any more on on uh, Malcolm and how he feels about Rumple before we uh, finish okay. the discussion? I, I did. I did have one more point, but. Of course, it's it's something that once always does leaves us wondering. What's that? Because um, I don't know if they'll mention it or ever. Um, how did Tiger Lily lose her wings? Oh yeah, uh, but I forgot that you had that point there. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, you're right. They did never mention it. Um, and just following context, I would say that she she either a 
because of the events of what happened. Uh, didn't Tink lost her wings as well, right? Yeah, Tink lost her wings for defying the Blue Fairy. Of, right, of, and of, and and, of and happiness, but maybe Lily gave up becoming a fairy. Maybe who knows? It I was one of two things. I think that either she either blew. You know, took them from her and banished her to Neverland, just like, you know, Tink, you know, maybe that's a thing. Like when a, a fairy does bad, their, their wings are taken and they're banished to Neverland. Um, other maybe. that, either that, or I would say that, uh, the other option would be that maybe Tiger Lily, uh, herself, uh, you know, um, um, maybe she clipped her wings. Yeah, clipped her wings. Thank you. That's a, that's, mm-hmm. Uh, um, just because of what happened and then banished herself to Neverland. Uh, yeah, we'll never know. <laughs> yeah, I would say it's probably one of those two options, but like you said, we'll never know because, uh, you know, they, well, another thing they didn't really explain in this episode, and that's why I felt let down. And, and maybe, maybe I'm expecting too much. Maybe mm-hmm. there, maybe that's just too much story to try to fit into 45 minutes of, of a show. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they needed a whole three, three episode arc to really do this justice. Mm-hmm. Um, you call it the mini, uh, Black Fairy arc. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I just feel like it could have been fleshed out a bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure we'll find out next week because that's how it always seems to have been. You know, next week, week is the musical episode, and then we got the two part finale. Mm-hmm. Well, so. maybe they'll explain it in the finale, but I mean, there's still a smaller bit of time. But uh, yeah, think I about think. It. We'll probably get, we might get a little bit of something in the finale as far as Rumpel and Black Fairy are concerned. But mm-hmm. I think, but I, I think for the majority of her backstory, I think we've, we've been told, you know, we're not going to, I think that's probably the last we'll see of Tiger Lily. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause yeah, she just only came in flash. Tiger Lily for the final battle. I think we might. Uh, that's possible. She might. That's possible. That is possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what are we calling this? The what if? Section <laughs> or um, maybe thoughts from the shower. <clears throat> thoughts nice. from the shower segment. Nice. So, <laughs> so the questions I'm left with this week then is that uh, why why was why is Rumpel now working with the Black Fairy? We're never given that scene because he wants to bond with his mommy. I'm sure there's more to it than that, though. It's, it's, there, it's either that, or he's just going to act like the ultimate anti-hero. There's always, like, with, as far as that family's concerned, even I think Rumpel or and or the Black Fairy point out in this episode, there's always more, you know, to the story. There's not, you know, like even if Rumpel is like, okay, I th- believe the scene when Rumpel pulls Gideon and Bella aside and says. Uh, I need you guys to trust me that no matter what I do, I do to protect you guys. Yeah, which is a big, a big thing, you know, to say because basically that's just him saying, so I'm going to do something. But that makes me wonder though, like I, I kind of almost feel like he's, uh, putting one over on the Black Fairy as well. But I don't mm-hmm. know what it, his game plan is though. Mm-hmm. Rumble always has a game plan. No, no matter obviously, what yes, yes, is. yes. So well. I feel, I feel like he's still out for his own. But I mm-hmm. also feel like that he's not necessarily one hundred percent on the Black Fairy side. I mm-hmm. hope not. I really hope not either, because you know, for him to actually have a shot with his family, he has he has to do the right thing. And then the otherwise, his intentions will be masked by the by the bad thing. 
Right, yeah, they they always you know, you're always going to be judged by your last deed, mm-hmm. um, or last big deed at least. Um, and then I guess the last question, or last uh, question I'm left with this week is: Do you think the musical episode is going to be cheesy bad or cheesy good? <laughs> I don't you know, know. I've seen I've, I've seen a couple of videos, and I I, I think it's going to be okay, but I'm going to cringe every moment. I promise you. I don't know. <laughs> I honestly I haven't watched the clips that they've been putting up on Facebook of them singing. I've been avoiding that so that I can have it fresh eyes when I see uh-huh. the episode, uh-huh. but. That being said, I saw the promo at the end of the last episode. I saw the promo for this coming episode, and I was like, I don't know. It made yeah. me nervous because I was like, I've been looking forward to this for so long, this musical episode, and I saw the yeah. promo, and I'm like, this doesn't sound good. Okay. So. That's all That's all I saw was the promo as well, and yeah, that didn't sound I, – I, I, I was not impressed. So Yeah, yeah neither I'm, was I, so I'm really nervous. I'm definitely yeah. I, I'm I mean, looking <laughs> forward to it with trepidation. I've seen, yeah, I, I've seen, okay, I've, I've read an article, I've seen some clips, I've seen how everybody's singing, so, and by the assumption that I think it's going to go okay, it's because none of them are going to do, are going to outdo each other, and like, none of them are going to not be able to do what their voices can do, you I'm know, not but, so concerned <laughs> about the singing as I am about the songs themselves. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, oh God, I've seen, okay, I've seen the clip, the uh, somewhat clip of uh, Regina's uh, song. It matches exactly what, what her attitude is these days, you know, sassy Regina, basically. Yeah, I mean, like, either way, like I said, whether it's cheesy bad or cheesy good, I'm definitely down to see uh, what it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just weird that all these shows now want to go the musical route. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's becoming the norm. Like you're you're not a you're not an American uh, TV show until you have one musical episode because it never you, fails. There was a show uh, when <laughs> I was growing up called Cop Rock. Mm-hmm. Do either of you guys know of this or heard no, of this? I've never heard of it. I've never heard of it. Okay, it lasted for thirteen episodes. And <laughs> It was imagine okay, imagine NYPD Blue. Okay, as a musical every week. Oh no! or maybe even Law and Order because it wasn't just the cops; it was like lawyers and judges and. Uh, but what yeah, year was that? Cop Rock. What, no, what year? year? Uh, early nineties, maybe. I don't huh. remember exactly what. Maybe even late eighties. I mean, it was. Uh, I'm sure you can find clips on YouTube somewhere. But yeah, Cop Rock. Here's was, my facial reaction to that. It was a. Uh, like I said, it was. It was a. It was yeah. a musical version of a of a cop procedural show. Wow. <laughs> I mean, hey, uh, you do have your all, and like there was like, show, like there like, would be like, okay, there would be a scene of like a you know, there'd be a a defendant at a trial, you know, lawyers uh, debating back and forth or whatever, doing their closing arguments or whatnot, and they would sing them, and then like all of a sudden, all the people in the witness, you know, the witness stands would all get up and start dancing, like it would turn into a big musical number. What? <laughs> well, mm. <laughs> well, 
Yes. All right. So yes, cheesy bad or cheesy good. But sometimes <laughs> I really hope in the middle. But see, that's the thing about cop rock is it was so cheesy bad that it it like tipped the scales over into cheesy good. <laughs> Maybe that's the reason why it only lasted 13 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, anyway, this week's arbitrary scale, uh, we don't even have anything in the thing here. I'm going to go with those I'm, weird, I'm weird vein. Wait, wait, wait. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, we should do the, the bad wagon one. Yeah, but like <laughs> just on. wicked wagons. Yes. How many wicked wagons? Okay. Well, no. Okay. Zillion. Zelina didn't really have a significant role in this episode. No, so no, I I'm, I, well, there's only one wicked wagon, though. There can only be one wicked wagon. Okay, and you can't you wagon. can't rate anything off one. So I'm gonna uh, go with the veins in like the insect wings of the black fairy. I thought that yeah. was pretty, yeah. <laughs> hey, something I, better. I, give me something better than that. Give you something better. Okay. <laughs> This is supposed to be an arbitrary scale, guys. I, I, I really, I really, well, okay, well, basically, uh, Anne Marie used to do it, and there were people in the chat room that say arbitrary scales. I really wish we had people in the chat room. I'm calling all you listeners that are still listening. Well, wish you Tony, and uh, yeah. Um, um, okay, what about what about what about look like uh, out of 337 stolen babies? Yeah. Oh, that's sad. That is great. Let's do it. <laughs> Out of 337 stolen babies. <laughs> how many stolen babies do you give this episode, Liz? Uh, first number off the top of my head is 302. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. Um, uh, like, yes, that's not that, that's not that bad. Uh, I mean, you said earlier in the episode that you, that you did like this episode. Um, I did give like us this episode, three. but it was it was the plot holes and that that brought it down that, to three hundred two for you. That brought it down, yeah. I mean, just basically the normal gist of what it is every week now for for the most. Part. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, and see, that's what I hate is that, and because like I said earlier in, in the episode, I didn't necessarily hate this episode, uh, but there were definitely. A uh, few things that could have used a bit of polishing. Tony, what do you give this week's episode? Three fifteen stolen babies. Out of three three hundred fifteen stolen babies, none of them had the crescent mark, though. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> no, wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. Three hundred fifteen babies with two of them having crescent marks. <laughs> oh, oh, two of them. Two, yeah, two, of, them. two of them having so even, crescent marks. So even if she got rid of one, she still was going to, you know, one of them's going to come out and get the same one way or the other. Yeah. Yes. And the only reason why there are two of them is because, in general, the episode was great, but I only had two issues with the, with the episode. One, okay. one is, um, Emma being very judgmental about going down dark paths, and number two with the pot with the uh, plot holes, the, the uh, couple plot holes, just, you know, because they're very questionable. You know, I, I, re- I really want to know how did Tiger Lily lose her? You know, her, how, how, like how did she lose her wings? Right. I want to. I want to know where were. Um, where where were uh, Charming and Snow in in that very moment? I want to mm-hmm. know how long this this half of this one was uh you know how how did they know where it was and, and how uh, exactly did the black exactly fairy become a black fairy? There's so many different ones, but you know what? We don't have much time 
for them to come through. But that's the reason why I, I give that 315. So yeah, maybe. and and <laughs> and I'm probably gonna use that same reasoning for my score, although I'm gonna be scoring it a bit lower. Like I said, I kind of feel like I came into this episode with uh, higher mm-hmm. hi- high expectations because I was really looking forward to them. Uh, Let me guess, 224. Oh, no, no, I'm not going to go that low. <laughs> it is 200s. It is 200s. I'm going to say t- uh, out of 337 stolen babies, I will give this episode uh, 273. Wow, that's a low rating there. <laughs> yeah, I like I said, I I just wish they could have done more. I feel like it was just a bit too much story to try to pack into one episode. I mm-hmm. liked quite a bit of the scenes that were there. I liked everything with Selena. Um, hitting I, the, like, uh, it, the, the little interaction between Hook and Henry was cool. Um, yeah, I just really wish they would have taken like maybe another episode or two to really flesh out exactly what's going on with the backstory of the Black Fairy. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I really was was like really pleased with was uh, the was the Malcolm treatment, what they did with him, and how they gave him a little bit like you know explained it a little bit a little bit bit more even as to how and why he did he did what he did and acted the way he acted towards Rumble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they did explain that well. Definitely. Good job on that one. As bad as it is. <laughs> uh, I do not see anything in our news. and uh, Well, uh, so that's it for this week's episode. As far well, as the, the ratings no. though, for, I didn't write down the ratings, but it was higher this week than it has been. It was at a 0.9 and it's been waddling between a seven and eight for a while. So it was at a point nine this week. Oh wow! I read yes. it. I just okay. didn't, I just didn't so write it, did it down. It did go up. That's great. It did go up. Yes. Right. And obviously, there's not going to be a lot of news with the season ending. But uh, everything I've been reading uh, lately, uh, especially from like uh, news um, entertainment sources and shit or stuff, is that um uh, uh um <laughs> sorry uh, the uh, <laughs> It, it almost sounds like Once Upon a Time is a lock to come back next next uh, next season. Let me ask you a question. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna ask this and see what you guys say. If if there is another season of Once Upon a Time, would you two want to do another season of Greetings from Starbrook pending Bill and Anne Marie's approval? Yeah. If 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 yeah. we if we did something like that, it would definitely. I mean, something would change. It would. We might even have to go to a different feed. Um, There's a lot it, of questions. Yeah, a, it, it's definitely something that we'd have to talk out, talk about more. Um, you know, yeah, it, it's definitely a discussion to be had. Um, but as I just now, decided, to, I just decided to blurt it out. Sorry, no, no you're, yeah. you're fine. Don't worry about it. You're, yeah, yeah, don't worry definitely. about it. Put you on the spot. It, 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 it's, yeah, it, it is uh, a discussion to be had, um, and uh, it looks like we may be having it. You know, depending on what's going on with uh, with the show and whatnot. And like we've said in the past, I mean, if it does go on, uh, regardless of what goes on with uh, with you know this feed or whatnot, I will definitely be watching. Um, yep. If anything, out of curiosity. Um, yeah. Ooh, Jesus yeah. I, don't know. I mean, everything, everything I've heard about it, it's, it, it's, it's interesting to, at the very least. Mm-hmm. And to what's going on with the big, with the huge reset, I wonder how that's going to play out. Right. I mean, you know? from the most part, it sounds like, especially 
Like it almost seems like with the scene we had in this week where it sounds like Zelina is probably going to take Henry and Robin off to uh, um, New York, New York. And that mm-hmm. almost that kind of lends credence to what I was. I I believe I said it last week, which unfortunately was our la- was our lost episode. But there's mm-hmm. been a lot of uh, speculation where they've got these two uh, actors coming in on the like the last episode or two, mm-hmm. um, who they're saying who a lot of people have been saying that one of them will probably be Henry grown up. Um, I'm now thinking, especially now that this thing happened with Zelina going to New York with the kids. I'm now thinking that the young girl will be Robin. Ooh. I think that I think that the two actors that they have, you know, in the last part of the episode will be, you know, Henry and Robin, uh flash forward seven to ten years, you know, because they say in the description that the act that the male actors is supposed to be in like his late twenties, early thirties. Mm-hmm. Um and if Henry's say what 15 now maybe yeah. i believe so yeah um so let's say in and flash forward another 10 or 15 years and so now we see robin as a 10 or 15 year old girl and henry as a 20 or 30 something year old man um that's gonna be something uh, wild i mean because i don't know why that will happen but that's that's my theory <clears throat> Well, I mean, as of something that I've read back a while ago, is that they're only talking to a number of people for to um, come back, like four actors, yeah, for negotiation. The Charmans are not on that list because uh, they want to settle down for a moment. They want to, you know, quit yeah, scene for, for a moment. They would they, be they reoccurring, probably. They, they, yeah. I'm sure they would have a role. But mm-hmm. yeah, what I have read is that it would be Hook, Emma, uh, Regina, and Regina and Rumpel. and, and, uh, and Rumpel. Rumpel. Yes, thank Rumpel. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's that's exactly what I read as well. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there are a lot of things to put in for the new face because it's it's, it's definitely going to be a face lift on the show. You know, for oh, them no, saying yeah. it's a big reset. Well, yeah, they more or less not... said this will be the ending of this story, and there will this story. there will mm-hmm. definitely be closure. But then hopefully you'll want to know, you know, what happens next. Right. Yeah. What's the next story? The new chapter. They said they feel like this is a show that can move on and tell different stories. Mm -hmm. I mean, who knows? I mean, I wouldn't want this show to go so long. I mean, you know, there is a. there there is a show for everyone you know there is a story to tell for everything but Mm -hmm. to be honest with you what else could you say I mean what else could you do well I don't know there's really different things to say I mean they could always if they wanted to um, I mean this could even be an anthology show if it wanted to be and mm-hmm. and just have and tell different vignettes, you know, story mm-hmm. arcs of different realms and different. You know, I mean, there's there's so many different things it could do if it wanted to. Right. So. I just don't. I just think that if there is a seventh season, it will probably definitely be the final season because I don't know a lot of shows that survive major shakeups. Yeah. Well, between that mm-hmm. and the and the the ratings and whatnot that it has been getting, yes, I definitely feel like. Short of like, unless they come back with something that just like totally wows everyone and like the ratings go through the roof, then yeah, more than likely they'll be back for it, back for a, a just one final season, if not a shortened season. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. may, and, and maybe, maybe they'll be up for doing like another take on a spinoff 
you know, being of the actual show, not another another show like how they did with Once Upon a Time in Wonderland. You know, I mean, it'll still be the same characters, but a spinoff. True. No, and and another cool thing about this premise, even it's like even down the road, if they wanted to do like a TV movie or something along those lines, it's definitely ripe for something. You know, like they could take a story and characters like you know just that just exist in this universe and tell it, mm-hmm. or bring back everyone. For that matter, yeah, but that's the, the logistics of that would be a bit o- overwhelming. But I mean, it, it, you could definitely get a character or two to to at the very least pop up in another story. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe not necessarily have them as regular characters, but you know, you could have them come on set for a day or two and shoot a few scenes if mm-hmm. it came to exactly, that. exactly. Uh, but, uh, if you guys want to, uh, chime in on anything we've said this week or, uh, what you think about the music, you know, uh, what you expect to get out of the musical episode next week or anything, anything, anything. call us, write us. <laughs> um, no, seriously though, it's, uh, email is greetingsfromstorybrook at gmail.com. The Twitter is at GF Storybrook. Uh, Facebook is uh, facebook.com slash greetings from Storybrook. And then, of course, the voicemail is 424-274-2352. That's 424-274-2352. And then if you want to hit any of us individ- up individually, uh, Liz, how can we hit you up on the Internet? Uh, you can hit me up on Twitter at queen underscore Liz 87. Or on Facebook at Elizabeth Placencia. Got a picture of me on there. I look cute. (laughs) And and all those cool, like, bus driving videos. And And your little adventures. Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, Tony, how can people reach you on the internet? You guys can reach me on Twitter at Hoops900, where I... Uh, I post a whole bunch of stuff whenever I feel like it, and I also live tweet on TV shows. So hey, come check. Oh, what's what uh, TV shows have you been live tweeting? I uh, live tweet on um so on the ones as you guys already know. Uh, I also live tweet on The Walking Dead. I live tweet on um on uh hmm, God Rain, um Gotham when I get back on it. Uh, just a few, a few, like a few different TV shows. If you guys are interested, hit me up. Have you seen American Gods? Not yet. You plan to though? It seems interesting. I, I have it's, seen something about it. Interesting is interesting is definitely the word for it. Definitely. It, it, Who knows? Watch the first episode. There's one scene in particular that will definitely make you like either turn you off or be like, okay, I'm totally in, and I'll just right. leave it at that. Right. And definitely NSFW. Ooh. Nice, nice, right. nice, nice. <laughs> but, nice. Um, so that's a little bit of what I've been watching this week. Uh, but you can also hit me up or uh, reach me on the internet and uh, Facebook, of course, Bobby Hawk, uh, H-A-W-K-E, and then on the internet at Inevitable Hawk, uh, H-A-W-K-E. Um, so, yeah, I think that's going to do it for this week, guys. Um, Tony, I'm really glad that you could uh, – uh, join us from whatever realm it was you were in last, and I'm really hoping uh, that uh, you, you get to stick around for the next few weeks. Scenes we only got a few more weeks to go in this season. I and- do too. I'm <laughs> sick of realm hopping. <laughs> you know what? It's not it's not as bad as you think. I do love you know the realm hopping a little bit, but it's getting a little bit annoying. But no, 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 <laughs> your legs get tired from all that walking back and forth. Yes. 
All right, guys. So here's uh, what well, here's hoping that the musical episode is cheesy bad or no, so cheesy okay. bad, <laughs> so so cheesy bad that it is cheesy good. I really hope so. You sound very tired. So Who, I, me, I, yes. yeah, yeah. I've been putting in long, long, uh, long hours at work and. Now I'm just stalling like I do every week before I finally find the music on my phone. But here I found it, and so I think I'm finally going to close out here. So until next week, guys. Uh, greetings. greetings from from Star Star Trek. Trek. <laughs>